podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When people asked us what kind of dog Maverick was, we were always stumped. Now we know thanks to Embark's dog DNA test. He's a golden retriever mixed with Siberian Husky. We also got his health results and shared them with our vet. Embark is the highest rated dog DNA test and a must-have for any pet parent. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get free shipping and save $64 today on a breed and health kit with promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com. It's got to 2-2 two, two and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Yo! Hello and welcome to uh, Touchy Gunas podcast. Uh, my name's Lewis and I'm joined by two of our lovely regulars. We've got Sean and German Dan. How are you guys doing, lads? What's going on, man? It's, um, all good, bro. You all good, you all good, yeah. Um, it's, it's slow news week yeah. this week, I can't lie to you, lads. Um, there's not much going on. There's not much going on. Um, but, you Same know, as a drought, yeah? It is a drought. But, you know, the, the powerhouse that Touchline Fracas is, they, they, they're making us record. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't have any power over this, so like, unfortunately, we've we, we've just got to do it. We have got to plow through. Do you know what I mean? So Is Mariah uh, putting the foot down. Yeah, Mariah's put his foot down. You know, Mariah's got to eat at the end of the day. You know, you know the big man, the, the big man's got to eat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I hear um, that. <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously, over the last few weeks, we've been doing the um, the throwback games, but we're not we're not going to do that this week. We're just gonna um, do the listeners questions that we've received over the last two weeks because we got loads last week that we didn't manage to do and obviously we've got quite a few this week as well so um yeah we're just gonna do a quick pod um nothing too lengthy and uh we're just gonna get through as many listeners questions as possible feel free to use the hashtag touchdown freckers to um you know comment on the podcast and follow us on the touchy gooners as well so um just a quick one before we get on to the listeners' questions. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts actually on the AST's projections that uh, Arsenal losses could hit 144 million um, by the summer of 2021 if the season does not go ahead. As uh, well, does not go ahead if next season does not go ahead. Um, how worrying is that for the club? Because you know that we're already projected to lose 19 million this year if the season doesn't uh, recommence and, you know, 
uh, fans aren't allowed inside the stadium. So, you know, how catastrophic could you see this being for the club? Because 119 million, I think, is is oh, 144 million. Sorry, is pretty devastating, isn't it? Yeah, so, sounds crazy. But um, I would say that everyone's going to be in that situation where they're going to they're going to be missing out on uh, revenue. I'm going to record losses. Um, ultimately, also we, um, I think our owners in the top five of richest richest club owners in the Premier League. Um, I think this is where um, this is a unique situation and unprecedented as well. And uh, I'd expect him to step in. Um, and similarly, we will see at the other big clubs and even smaller clubs the owners stepping in. I think, and there will also probably be some sort of um, they will try to develop some sort of. Um, package to help clubs so uh, whilst it's worrying um, and it will definitely affect our ability to manoeuvre in the market and shift players on and um, and, and all, all those type of things it will affect that greatly but it will affect it for everyone so it's kind of an even field of shitness so um, I suppose um, we are better equipped than other other clubs um, since we have also a, a lot of cash reserves um, but it's not great uh, we know that but I think Arsenal should be suitably prepared for this and we have a big owner who can bail us out as well. So I'm not too, too, too worried. Um, it, will, it will depend what the owner does, I think. What do you, what do you guys think? You say we've got like big cash reserves. I think it's um, 69 million in cash reserves at the moment. Is, it, is, that, is that big? Is that, is that considered big? I don't know. Well, how's I that thought, compared I thought to it was that's what it said. I'm just reading I it. On it more than that. I'm reading it on Arsbog News. It says residual cash reserves is estimated to be 69 million at the moment. Okay, I'm I'm not 100 percent um, familiar with the with the numbers, but when I when I checked a few months ago, it was something about United having the most cash reserves and us having the second most, and I was in the 200. So I don't know obviously what happened uh, since then, but. Stan Stan uh, eating in it that ranch in, in Texas ain't paying for itself, boy. <laughs> them horses don't pay for themselves. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, Sean, do you agree with um, Dan's um, prediction that Cronky will eventually step in, or is is he is he is he being a bit optimistic? <laughs> to be honest, it's it's really hard to know. I feel like if he is going to step in, he might loan us the money. But then he'll like end up taking it back with interest at a later date. That that um, one get interest, boy. Yeah, of course. That's that's the that's the sort of thing I can see. Five hundred and eighty-six percent APR. Bro, I'm telling you, that's the sort of thing I can see him doing because this we have to be honest with ourselves, this guy doesn't care about Arsenal in it. So um whatever way we we we're gonna have to sell a lot. Um we'll have to sell quite a few players. Obviously, I think there's quite a few contracts already up in in 2021 anyway, so Ozil will be gone, that'll be off the wage bill, Oba, unless he signs a new deal, which I'm assuming he won't, um, so we'll have to start to look, we'll, we'll have to be creative with money, creative with money, whether that's selling some of our best players, or, or building the stock of some of our younger ones to sell them on as well, that will be another avenue, um, so yeah, we, we need to start um, generating money um, from within the club as well, and also we need to start doing better externally um, from a commercial standpoint as well. So we really need to be good um, to the executives managing the sort of commercial por- portfolios. They need to be bringing in some new business over the next sort of twelve to eighteen months. But obviously, it's hard because obviously we don't know what the landscape of football is going to be like generally. So that is obviously. Um, going to be a factor and and, and it's going to have, have a major impact on not just Arsenal but all the other clubs as well yeah, yeah I think they're uh, I can't remember the figure but I think they're expecting another 12.5% deduction in commercial revenue as well oh, so it's looking a bit the peak. commercial stuff does that does does um does kind of concern me because I look at some of the partners we have now I think I said it in the group as well and Arsenal have just launched a podcast and that podcast is not sponsored by anyone. And in sport um, partnerships, it's very common that if you launch a new asset that is usually sponsored by someone. So if you, for example, look at the Premier League when they introduced the Hall of Fame, I'm not quite sure who it was. I think it might, might have been Tug Someone sponsored, uh, it was Budweiser. Someone sponsored it. So someone has paid for this asset, ownership of this asset. And we've launched the launched podcast with no none of our partners and put money towards it. Well, we, we even and, have bloody sponsors. How, how the hell have Arsenal not got any sponsors? 
<laughs> it's, it's nuts. Arsenal do have a sponsor and audio partner. They have mm. Tidal as the audio partner. And I was I was thinking, why is this not an asset that is then powered by Tidal, sponsored by Tidal? So I think some of the commercial deals looking a bit higgy. So yeah, that is definitely an area of concern. But ultimately, Arsenal is a big asset to Kronke and his portfolio. So he will he will want to, even if he gives us a loan or stuff, he will want to um, retain the value of this asset. So um, that's that's what I'm hopeful for. Um, he's not he doesn't care about the club, but he cares about the asset being valuable. Hmm. Fair enough. All right. Um, let's let's go on to some um, listeners' questions then. Um, so I'm going to start with some from last week. Um, I've got one here from Martin underscore L96. He asks, how do you lot think Martinelli and Greenwood compare in terms of current ability, potential and mentality? Uh, who wants to kick this one off? Yeah, I'll go. Um, so current ability um i do and i don't i arsenal fans aren't gonna like this in it but i don't want to come across harsh in it i think greenwood technically is so so cold the fact he can use both feet equally um into from, from that from that standpoint i think if we're comparing attribute wise um martinelli's slightly quicker um i would also say mm, actually I, I don't i don't know if i can say martinelli's a better finisher because greenwood's a very good finisher as well and he's very, very composed. Um, what else can we compare? Uh, Aerially, we've seen Martinelli score quite a few headers this season already. So I'll give that to him. Um, I think dribbling, uh, Greenwood's technique is a lot cleaner. Um, Martinelli is, he, he kind of obviously, because he's so fast, he, he just sorts of, um, I, I, I don't want to say he's a kick and run merchant, but to an extent, obviously, that that is sort of his um his dribbling style. And that's not obviously not a bad dribbling style, but I think um, in terms of when you're playing for a top club, um, the ball needs to stay close to your feet, especially when you're going to be looking to break down deep blocks all the time as well. Um, in terms of comparing them, um, in terms of future ability, um, where they could go, I think I personally think they'll both go to the top. Um, not, I, I think uh, Greenwood has more natural ability personally, but in terms of mentality, I don't think there's anyone... In, from a young player standpoint that I would be having over Martinelli his mentality is top top notch so whatever he, whatever he lacks maybe from a technical standpoint he more than makes up from it from a from a from a mental standpoint in terms of his work rate his aggression his off the ball movement his will to win um those sorts of intangibles are, might be harder to measure from from one standpoint but um yeah for me he, I and from that basis alone is why I reckon he might he will probably have the better career of the two. Not because I necessarily think he's the more talented one. But ah, yeah. Okay, that's that's a that's a fair assessment. Um Dan, who who would you rather have at the club, Greenwood or Martinelli at their current state? Listen, uh, you know I'm you know I'm active on football index, so I ha- I have a lot of stock in um, Martinelli. So <laughs> um yeah, I think I think Sean's assessment was um fairly accurate and um, pretty good. Um I would um, also give um, Greenwood the uh, edge technically. Um, so finishing with both feet, um, ball reception, touch, and those type of things. He's, um, I think he's, um, he's, he's much better than Martinelli as those things. Um, physically, Martinelli is far superior. So there is um, running over short distances, over long distances, and the regularity of um, doing sprints, um, application of those physical attributes. So I think... Um, and um, one one's deficiency is the other one's strength, so it's quite quite funny comparing those and merging them would probably be a a, a Ballon d'Or winner. But um, yeah, so um, I think it'd be interesting to see where both go and and how they develop. I think it will very much um, have something to do where they both be deployed in the future. So Martinelli plays for the middle. Obviously, his development will be will be um, exponentially um, going up. Same as Greenwood. So. And I can see both of them being shunned out to the wing for a little while. So that will have an impact on their development, maybe positively, maybe negatively, but um, definitely one to watch. I would rather have Martinelli. Obviously, I'm a big fan of him and he's an Arsenal guy. So I'm, I'm going who's, who's got the highest stock price? I think it's Greenwood. So football really? Makes, yeah, football makes is very much... Um, English English players have the, have the high prices there. Um. Um, so Martinelli is one to buy, to be honest. Hmm. Okay. I I think the football index stocks are about the only ones that are worth buying at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> Definitely. When the football <laughs> resumes, it's going to shoot up. Yeah. 
Sean, who, who who would you rather have? Um, I would rather have Martinelli, just because that sort of mentality is infectious as well. Um, and I remember reading an interview of Tini a couple of weeks ago when he talked about um, the person who shocked him most when he first joined was Martinelli. And I think that's very telling that that an 18-year-old is the one who's, who's had that sort of impact on him. Um, and I think, yeah, I just think he's the sort of person, if we can put him up front and we can develop him technically, because he, he can improve technically. Um, I don't think he'll ever be a top player technically, but he, that, that there's definitely um, areas of improvement to be made there. He yeah, definitely. Very, he can be a very, very, very... Well, I'd say he can be a world-class striker. I, I do see it. So yeah. um, as, as, as long as he keeps those intangibles that we like in terms of, yeah, the aggression, the off-the-ball movement, that work rate, as long as it never drops. Um, and he's just always, he's always on it. Like you saw it, you, I'm sure you've been seeing his Insta, man's banging out exercises and workouts at home. So he's he's proper just preparing himself and he's ready like, for when he comes back. So yeah, um, I would rather have Martinelli. Yeah, I think I think I agree. I think I would. I like Greenwood a lot, though. I'm quite jealous, Man United have got him. He's sick. Um, I can't yeah, lie. He reminds me. He reminds me of that. He's very so cold. Much. He reminds me of who? Van Persie with yeah. pace. That's what he reminds me of. Yeah, yeah, he reminds me of Van Persie a lot. He's he, he looks cold, but you know, he's boys with Lingard and that. So I don't know. Like that mentality is a little bit. A little bit suspect. Oh, you know a little bit higgy. And, I, and I've seen higgy. A, I've seen a few I've seen a few videos that you know, oh, man, imagine a few photos that they're looking picky. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like you wouldn't yeah, see Martinelli just... doing them things there. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm, Martinelli's a family guy. He's like at home <laughs> training in his back garden. Like yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, 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 he's doing hump day and all sorts. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Uh, for, for, yeah. I think we'll leave it there just in case I say something a bit incriminating. But um, yeah. If you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com that's c-y-b-e-r-e-a-s-o-n.com oh sorry i muted myself um yeah i think i'd go martinelli simply because um of the mentality thing and uh i i I also think he's he's someone we got to start playing up top man because this left wing stuff is he's going to waste he's going to waste um okay so yeah so, um, Cop N Fracas, uh, the Liverpool uh, section of the Touchline Fracas group, um, they asked, um, why, did you, why did you think your club threw Ozil under the bus? If that's already... Oh, right, okay. If that's already been asked, who do you think the snitch in the camp is? This is about, um, obviously, Ozil's... Um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if there any more information has come out since last week about that. But obviously, this is to do with Urzul's, um wage uh, decrease rejection, um, and it's been leaked out by someone or another. I don't know who, but um, Copen Frackers seems to think it's the club throwing Urzul under the bus. But what's your what's your guys' thoughts on that? Dan, do you want to take this one because Urzul's your boy? That's right. He's, he's my guy. Um... I'm not sure to be honest. Ah, my 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 suspicion is that it's probably um club officials of anything feeding this information. Um, I w- I wouldn't suspect the player would do it. I don't think they they'd care enough to be honest. Um, so I would I'd suspect there'd be someone from the club perhaps that kind of fed some information to the to the media, which is terrible. But there you go. The same guy that was leaking information to guys like AFC Camden and and that. <laughs> Well, um, hashtag madness. Yeah, hashtag madness. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get onto hashtag madness because um, another one of his uh, uh, touted signings seems like it's not gonna happen as well. Um, Sean, any any thoughts on the Urzel debacle? Obviously, I think we touched on it last week, and you know his actual, uh, you know, like the the the, mor- the morality and the ethics behind, you know, what's what's actually going on there but do you do you think someone under the club threw him under the bus or is this just like information that was bound to come out 
Yeah, it, it might be a bit of both, but I'd be inclined to go with Dan and, and, and go with the club as well. Urs was a very popular member of the dressing room. Um, and, and it was one of those things where, like, do you remember when he, like, obviously when Emery was manager and um, he was ousted and you always used to hear little sound bites from the players saying, oh, we miss Urzel. We don't know why Urzel's been ostracised. So I don't think it, it's Urzel. Um, also, like when Emery was manager, he was always whenever he was asked about why he left out Urzel, would be oh, I've got the backing of the club, uh, the officials have approved it. This is the strategy we're going for. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if obviously Raul's up to his dirty old tricks in it and um, dirty old man he is. <laughs> you know, you know he's, he's a, moving. So yeah, he's a dirty so, old man. Raul's got loads of old tricks in the book, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's the sort of guy leaking that stuff to the press. So um, so yeah, no, no, definitely it's um, it's a club move, I'd say. Okay, uh, cool. Um, has there been any developments on the Urzel thing? I can't say I've been paying too much attention to it, if I'm being honest. Is there, no. is there any more um, developments on the wage cut? Has that been agreed now? or? Well, last last we saw it, it was agreed, but we don't know if it's been officially signed. or. But even if you, even the players who didn't agree to it, is compulsory for them? Or is, is how is that working? Because it wasn't just the Urzel who denied it, who rejected it, was it? Yeah, I think they said it was Urzel and another, or maybe two others. So yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who they are or how it will work. So, hmm. be I don't know how they they can enforce this anyway, um, legally, because um, the the players' contracts probably have some sort of clauses that will. Um, so the prim- um, so if they don't get the Champions League, they have like automatic wage wage cuts. So I don't know if there are other clauses that yeah, I don't know if there are other clauses that kind of um, kick in. Or if there are clauses that actually um, protect the players from wage cuts, the club wants to impose. So um, unless you see the contract, you can't really tell what's going to happen um, here legally. Okay, um, boy, yum nine eight nine five. Um, he are uh, he says your transfer budget is forty million, <laughs> which. Is, is probably looking a bit too optimistic for us at the moment, isn't it? Fucking hell. Um, which players are you buying and selling to compete for the top four places? Just, just before we get on to it, lads, I, I bought Football Manager um, 20, yeah? And I, I bought it last week, and I started the season as Arsenal. I started the season... Do you know what the transfer budget is? Like, 100 and something. Well, Six million. What? <laughs> I don't, nah, that's taking the piss, man. I nah, swear to you, I swear to you, true, six bro. million, six million. I sold, I sold, I sold Xhaka to Man United. Yeah, got a quick thirty <laughs> mil for that. I sold Ainsley Maitland now to Leicester for twenty mil. Yeah, I, I sold, I sold Willock to Man City for fifteen mil. I don't know why all these teams were were, were signing Willock, these players. Willock is your boy. Why are you selling him? I oh, find that guy, man. <laughs> 15 mil what if you listen if you're offering me 15 mil for Willock I'll take him but I just think it's a bit useful isn't it um, but yeah like I, was, I, was, I sold Socrates to China for like 20 mil so I managed to get my um, my my transfer kitty up a little bit and I bought Kingsley Coman actually because I couldn't really get another winger uh, uh, yeah I spent about 40 mil on Kingsley Coman well, you bought them outright. You know you can do like... No, no, don't, don't, you, oh, you don't, okay. oh, don't worry about me, mate. You know, I, I'm very much part of the catalogue well, game, you know, front, doing yeah. monthly instalments and all that. Very, very .co.uk and all of that, you know. <laughs> do, do all the old monthly instalments. Did I? you use Klarna to buy Kingsley Coleman then, yeah? Yeah, yeah, Klarna, that's the one. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, don't, I don't like on Football Manager that it's you could only do the monthly payments over three, three months or something, or three years. You can, can do years? six months, I think six months and uh, I don't know what was the other one. Six months and three months, might be. Yeah, I didn't understand. So that. six of our three months and four of our six thought, months. Yeah, I like thought that. transfer fees were supposed to go over the period of the contract. Yeah, I don't think it's very realistic to be fair. Oh, well, foot manager need to buck up their ideas, don't they? Because that's that's a disgrace. <laughs> How are you supposed to pay? Installments on on Pepe for fucking. Yo, get your get get, get your money up, man. <laughs> well, we ain't got any money. But yeah, all right. Back to the question. Um, your transfer budget is forty million. Okay. Um, well, I guess <clears throat> I guess you could probably sell. I, I guess it's hard to know in this climate how much you're going to be able to sell players for because 
this whole thing is if it's impacting us it's definitely going to be impacting other clubs so the players we thought we may have been able to shift for decent money I don't know if that's the case anymore I, I doubt it um, so taking that into consideration um, which players are you buying and selling to compete for the top four places uh, Sean do you want to take this one first okay um, I would immediately get uh, Socrates and Mustafi out um, I don't know how much we can get for them. Three Maybe, million. yeah, free, free. No, no, you probably get about five for Socrates, three for uh, Mustafi. Call eight mil. All right, so I'm up to forty-eight mil. Um, right, boom. Uh, I'll buy that Axel Disassi. Um, said fifteen million good, yeah? euro. Good, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him, bro. I like mm. him. You got, you got P and P, bro. So right. yeah, is that, is that on Corona discount or is that you know is that well, price? No, no, that's that's what is. To the price because his contract expires in 2021 yeah. anyway. Um, so yeah, I would sell him. So I would have him, uh, Saliba, um, Louise, and Chambers. Oh, forgot about holding, sell holding as well. That Pagan, right? Two, two, well, two million, two million, yeah, yeah, t- well, exactly what we bought him for, bro. <laughs> so his price, price never went anywhere, bro. <laughs> So, no, I reckon you get a, a fairly decent amount yeah, for no, holding. For, for holding, you could probably get about ten because he's English, bro. Yeah, you'd be, able, you'd be able to flog into one of the English teams for like yeah. ten more. Um, so how much have I got now? F- fifty-eight million. Okay, so uh, fifty-eight. So I bought Disassi for fifteen. So I'm down to forty-five. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, forty-three. Forty-three. For, oh yeah, boy, my addition is my maths is awful, and it, um, it would right. be subtraction as well. No? Yeah, Sean's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's on, on bad form from last week, you know. What, what did he uh, say last still... week? <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, so yeah, and then I would, I would take Cedric on a free just because it's an easy thing to do. Um, and then right midfield, where are we? I would have copped that Papa Gay, bro. Hundred percent. No, you can't get him now. You can't get him now. Oh, it's a piss take. Right, cool. I am selling um, Xhaka. He he will still get money. 20? Um, 25? 20, 25 mil. And then... Uh, right, I've lost count now. Happy. I've lost count now. Where was you? 43? 43. So, so if I get 20, 68. If you 68. get 25. All right, boom. How much is... Where? Yeah, all right, fuck it. Just spend it on party. Um, <laughs> 50 mil. All right, cool. 50 mil. All right, you, got 18, you got 18 left. All right, 18. Cool. No worries. Um, we can shot shot Willock for a call cool, like five, 10 mil. English club will buy him. All right, I'll give you, I'll give, I'll give you seven and a half for him. So, so you're on 25. 25. All right. Uh, all right. If Ainsley doesn't want to play right back, then I have to shot him as well. You've got to go. Seven mil again? No, no, no! About ten feet, eight, bro. Bournemouth will buy him, bro, <laughs> for nice money, bro. Listen, uh, all right. I'll give you fifteen for him. Yeah, fifteen. So you're at, you're uh, back at forty. Okay, forty. So, so right. you got you got your party money back, pretty much. I got my party money back. Uh, I need a creative midfielder now, bro. Oh boy, those creative midfielders are too expensive, bro. Um, well, Williams available on a free. Oh fuck that, bro. <laughs> no, um, creative midfielder, bro. Boy, I'll try and buy someone. One creative midfielder. Oh, wait, hang on. Let me sell Lacazette for 30. All right. So I'm up, so I'm up to 70. Yeah. I will buy someone like Awa or Odegaard if I can, bro. That's what I need to spend a few on, bro. I need to splash on one of them young creative attacking midfielders. Um, so how much is that? Uh, I don't know. They're like 50. Save 50. like 50 for one of them, man, innit? All right. So, so, so you got 20 mil left. Okay, cool. No worries. So I've sold like I've sold Lacquer in it. All right, sell um sell Eddie for like twenty. Alright, okay, so you're at forty. Forty. Alright, boom. And then I can just cop like Ben Rama. How much? Twenty? Yeah, Ben Rama's about twenty. So I've even got change. So you, oh you've even got twenty mil left, bro. mate. Alright, boom. Alright, cool. Let me <laughs> let me go and buy another midfielder, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and buy like that um yeah, I'll, I'll actually no, I'll go and get another PMP midfielder, bro. I beg, that's what we need, bro. So I'll sell um. So at the moment, what centre mids have I got, bro? I've yeah, got I, yeah, I don't know. You ain't got anyone I've, left, boy. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've got, got Torreira I've got, left. I've got Party Torreira and Guendouzi. Yeah, right, and then I've got Alwa. Yeah. Um, now do you know what I'll do? I'll even trade in Guendouzi, and then I'll use it to go and buy another um PMP midfielder, probably like Samari, and that'll be it. Okay. 
This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. All right, yeah. okay, okay. Sean's got it all figured out, Dan. I hope you're, I hope you're ready for this because it, that's going to be a hard one to top. Okay, let me think, yeah. So I know who I want out. So Socrates... Right, Out. so what did we say for Socrates? Like 5 mil, did we? I should have wrote all these down. All right, go on. I'm assuming you want the same guys out that Sean does. So I've got, I want Socrates out, Holding out, Mustafi out, um, Willock out, Ainsley Mettinow out, um, Eddie out, and Mkhitaryan out. Oh, yeah, Mickey! Oh, Mickey. That, oh, I'm, 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 keep, I'm, I'm keeping Jacka. I'm keeping Jacka. Okay. Um, uh, let, all right, let, let's try and work that out because you said a lot of names there. So, so Socrates, I've written it down. Socrates five mil. Yeah. Holding ten mil. Yeah. Mustafi five mil. Yeah. Mickey fifteen. No, no, bro, you're no, not getting fifteen for Mickey, bro. Listen, you know, down, bro. Said seventeen Listen, already. Have you seen this, the state? Hey, have you seen the state of Italy, bro? bro? Have you seen the state of Italy? Roma are not giving you fifteen mil for thirty-two-year-old Mkhitaryan, bro. No way. I need half double that, figures, half bro. That, half that. Half. half. Nah, nah. You, 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 nah, you're moving mad. I need, I need, I need double figures, bro. This Please. is post-corona, bro. This is post-corona. Bro, I'm trying to get the. <laughs> do, you, do you know how much PPE that could buy, bro? Hey, it's alright. If I get any money from him, that's calm because um, him off the wage bill is nice. So mm. I'll take him off. Then Mickey off, Willock off. Um, Willow was seven and a half as well, and Mickey and Willow both seven and a half. Yeah. Um, he's in now, so I think he's 15. fifteen for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eddie twenty, right? Twenty. So what? What money have I got overall now? You lost me there. Ten, twenty. I'm, I'm going to trust your maths here. Thirty-five, So I got seventy plus forty, hundred. So you got one hundred and ten, right? Splash it. Yeah, so the way I'm getting the part-time, the part-time deal done is the spot with Lacazette. So you so, still got your 110 left? Yeah. Do you think, then, do you think though, because Sean sold Lacazette for 30 mil, so you, you're, okay. you're adding an extra 20 mil on there. Is it is it 50 mil release cost? Because I think that's um, euros. It's more yeah, it's 50, 50 million. Listen, the way so, the pounds and the euros are both the same right now. It's the same. <laughs> hey, don't, don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> Right, okay, I, I might have to pay a bit extra, but I'm swapping Laka and getting them out of it. All right, we're gonna we're um, gonna chop twenty mil off that one ten. All right, so you got ninety mil left. Yeah, yeah. So who I'm getting in free is that Papa Guy. He's gone. He's at Watford. Bro, he's not gone yet, bro. <laughs> Listen, uh, you, you can't right. include him. You okay, can't I, I, include players, yeah. Okay, okay. I, who I are already signing for other play, uh, other teams? I still have some more frees. I'm trying to get in. I'm trying to get Kwasi in from uh, PSG. Who's that on the free? Who's that? Um, defender. Okay, we, well, we talked about him in the group Where is he? Send that back, yes. Alright, he sounds like he's got PMP. Bro. <laughs> I'm just assuming. Based on I'm guessing you're, I'm, you're assuming right. <laughs> this is killing me. He just sounds PMP. If, you're, if your name is Kwasi and you ain't got PMP. He's got some, bro. Don't worry. He's got, good, he's got some. It should be in a box. Um, getting him for free, then also getting another talent in for free. Um, with the Adil Wachichi. Um, Algerian, Algerian, Algerian Don from oh, PSG no. as well. I think I might have butchered the surname, but mm-hmm. he's very highly rated and he's going out on the free. How do you spell his surname? A O U A O U C H. Wait, 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 wait. Start again. Start again. A A O U. Yeah. O U C H. Adil Achichi. Yeah. Is he at PSG or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ain't this guy we were linked with him before? I've, that's what I said. I think we've been linked with him before, you know. Or was it another but, deal? I, I think oh, we were was... linked with him, you know. I, I think you might be thinking of Yassin Adli. Remember him? Right. Oh, yeah. Yassin Adli is very cold. I like him. He's at Bordeaux. Okay. All right. Yeah, this guy, he, he looks. I mean, he looks like he'll be good. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that's based on exactly, but um, yeah. All right, go on. How, how much, how much is he? I don't know. How much is he going for? He's on the free as well. 
so you still got your 90 mil left then? Yeah. So I'm I got them two in. Dan overloading on the Bosmans, you know. I like I have to. Um, for the left winger, I'm buying Musa Diaby from Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, I reckon he'll go in between 30 to 40 mil. Is that That's the guy who plays for France on the 21s? Yeah. He's got like, uh, yeah, he's left footed, can play on either wing. Uh, very good player, in my opinion. How much uh, would like he to go get for? Him in. 30? Yeah. Leverkusen don't sell for that much unless it's a big German player, so I reckon about 30. All right, so you got 60 mil left then. 60 I've, I've got left, yeah? Yep. Um, since we sold Lacazette and we extended um, Aubameyang, I'd still like to get another attacker in and they can operate as a 10 or as a 9 and on either wing as well um, to kind of compete with Diaby and uh, Pepe. So I would go for Jonathan David. I think he's, um, they're saying about Is that the Belgian striker? Is that, is that There's the... Um, the Canadian Don. Is, it, is he playing Belgium? For yeah. Gent, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays for, he plays for Gent. Gent, yeah, yeah. All right, okay, go on. Yeah, how much are you going to go for? Like 30? Yeah, 20 to 30, I think. I'll give you 25 then. All right, so how much I got left? I don't know, what was you on? 60, 60. So, so you're on 40, 40, uh, 35. 35 left, all right, let's get. All right, so Sean, you got Diassi as a centre back, didn't you? Yeah, Diassi, yeah, yeah. Dan, yeah, you, have right. you got a centre back? Not yet. I, I'm 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 by the cop one. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. Okay. Um, he already took a young centre back on a free as well. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to stockpile some black centre backs for um. For <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going with um. I've been talking about him a bit in the group. Um, Tapsoba Tap, Tap his name is Edmund Tapsoba. He's a Leverkusen as well. So I'm basically going to try a raid with Leverkusen. Um, again, I reckon 22. But, but don't Leverkusen 30. concede like 80, 80 goals a season? <laughs> like, but to be it's, fair, it's, we got Leno. We got Leno from Leverkusen, didn't we? So yeah. So right. I'm getting I'm getting him. How much? That's once. I reckon 20 to 30, maybe. Ooh, yeah, man, you're, you're running 30. a bit light here. Think you've only if got, you want to go, I'll give you twenty-five. So you've only got ten mil left. And I'm signing another centre back on the free. I'm signing Malang Sar. Jesus, bro, Dan, you have like ten centre backs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't sold one centre back. No, I've sold with stuffy holding and soccer right, season. I'm buying three fair. new ones. All right, fair and um, yeah, and basically, he's going to be his last year in it. So, and Kwasi is more for the future. So. It'd be, um, it'd be um, um, Tapsoba and um, Saar for the first team, along with Saliba. They're basically replacing Socrates holding Mustafi. Um, Mickey replaced by um, Diaby, and Jonathan David replaces um, Eddie and Lacazette. Mm -hmm. um, so, so you, how you much got money 10 mil. Left? You got 10 mil left. 10 mil left. Ooh, yeah. um, oh, this is difficult now. So this is where you have to get creative. Uh, <laughs> Ten minutes. <laughs> you have a squad of like thirty players, Dan. Bro. Is there a problem? You can't even register them. <laughs> Listen, ten mil. He, he Listen, sold quite a few, to be fair. <laughs> I sold quite a few, no? Yeah, I thought that as well. Ten up So with instalments, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try buy that Dominic. I can't pronounce the second name from Abi Lab. Um, not Leipzig, Salzburg, and uh, Hungarian. Oh, Dominic Sabale. Sabale. So Bosley, so Bosley, yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks cold. He looks cold, yeah. but I don't know, man. Every time I see him in the Champions League, you're looking a bit smelly. Bro, don't worry about that. We're not in the Champions League, so it's all good. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's me done. I think. All right, cool. That's um, I might. Do you know what I might do? Actually, I might. We might. We might put a poll out to see um whose uh teams they agree with there, like whose uh dealings they, they they agree with there so um we'll do that tomorrow um all right let me do a couple yeah, more just, questions just to, just to summarize i wrote yep. it down so for me i'm getting in kwasi um tabsoba and adil or chicha or whatever his name is um alangsa Patai, um jonathan david musa diaby and dominic um man has bought man has bought nine players bro Nine under, nine under 18 players. Nine under 18 players. <laughs> hey, pa well, Partey is definitely not. <laughs> what, did, Dan, did you get Partey? 
Yeah, it's got me like a Zetanaz. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right, extra, cool, cool. Do you know what? I'm liking these squads, you know? It's smart business. It's smart business. All right, um, let uh, me... After, after the pod, we'll post our teams in the chat, in it, and then you can and then you can do we'll, that, and then we'll, you can we'll put, put it up tomorrow. In we'll it. put the poll in. So, everyone, make sure you vote on this poll on Twitter. I'll put it up tomorrow morning. I want to I wanna see what you guys think about um, those um, uh, uh, dealings. New home ownership can be a real eye-opener, but it's the perfect time to look into Homeowner 101 from The Home Depot. Free live streaming workshops taught by expert associates. Now at homedepot.com slash workshops. You'll find indoor and outdoor workshops, even home systems workshops. Plus, you'll get the know-how you need to care for your biggest investment. Master the basics at Homeowner 101, only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. All right, uh, let me do another question. I'll move on to this week's ones, actually. Um, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Right, okay. Okay. Um, how would you feel as a player if you were... Wait, one sec. Who? Yeah, okay. So this is from G Theorem. He says, How would you feel as a player if you were asked to take a pay cut only to see your employer spending substantial substantial sums of money in the transfer in the summer transfer window would you be happy your side are strengthening to improve the team or would that leave a sour taste in your mouth well i think we've already established that you know arsenal aren't exactly going to be spending that too much money in the in 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 the summer window um with a transfer budget probably going to be of like 30 40 million but how how would you guys feel as players knowing that the club are still spending money on transfers whilst not putting your wages back to their current level or to their previous level. Sorry. I'd be pissed. I can't lie. Mm. <laughs> I would. You'd, you'd definitely, you'd be sending your agent to ask questions because you'd be like, what, what, what's the reasoning? I, I'm, ju- I'm, str- I understand the humanitarian angle and stuff like that, but it's not, it's not like the club, <sighs> I don't understand why the players have taken a pay cut. Like, what, is it public pressure? Is it what? What is it? What? What's the reasoning behind it? Because I, I, I think I, I think the the club has um, engineered this. <laughs> so um, they they asked for them to take it. They the players initially rejected, right? Then that got um, then that became public news, and I think um, they just they just caved and just said yeah, and only a few said no. Nah. <laughs> We're not doing that. We need um we need more information on the financial situation of the club and also going forward what um what the implications are and they wanted more info basically. Um only a few kind of stood strong and the rest kinda of agreed. And um, I think the premise was probably for them the one perception and also the, the, the livelihood of um, a lot of the employees that they're obviously um they're working with on a day to day basis and they know so they're like, Okay, we're in a better situation financially. Either way, I think the, the players should have rejected it. I think Chelsea have Chelsea players have rejected it, or I don't know if they've rejected it, but they basically not taking a pay cut. And the agreement is that they're doing um, charity initiatives and they're raising money um, um, through through those. And I think um, we should have come up with something uh, creative, maybe around this. Um, as a player, your first and your first interest is always yourself in any job. And um, people people like to believe, or maybe in the past, some players. We're a bit different inclined, but um, nowadays you have to. Self-interest is the most, most, um, most important. And you got to think these players, these players come through ranks where they they play with their friends when they were 16, 17, and see their friends ruthlessly um, not get contracts, or even when they were pros, they've seen players that they are grown fond to, or colleagues they are grown fond to, not getting contracts, not getting um, uh, not getting an extension. Um, so they know this is a rough business. So I'm surprised that they kind of cave, but um, I, I guess it was more so the public pressure. Okay, um, Sean, do you do you agree with Dan's assessment? Yeah, for me, hundred percent. Yeah, t- t- in total agreement. I, I I wouldn't have done it, and I would have looked to found other means. It's it's not really my issue to be taking a pay cut, and I don't like the way. They uh, people are trying to shame footballers into taking pay cuts as well. So, um, so yeah, it's very daily Mao, isn't it? Very much so. Mm. Okay, um, an interesting question to finish. Then this is from K N L S O N I. 
Um, he says, looking at the more recent title bid, so he, he says he's named two, so uh, 13, 14, and 15, 16. If you had to sign one player in each of those seasons to help push us over the line, who would it have been in each window? Has to be someone around at the time. So um, let's start with the 13, 14 one then. Um, what play- who were we missing? Like, What player at the time could we have done with to really push us over the line to, to win that title? For me personally, um, and this applies to both seasons, well, especially the 13-14 season, I think that was one of our lowest goal-scoring seasons on record. We just did not score anywhere near enough goals. And um, it says something, like I said, for me, I always think it's a problem. Like Everyone thought it was great that Ramsey was scoring so much, but when your centre-mid is scoring that much, I think you have much bigger issues. Um, so, yeah, one, we didn't have enough goals from our forwards. So, for me, a striker would have been a must. And it was the same with the 15-16 season where, um, you know, you know, Ozil was on course to break the assist record in like December, January. And then Giroud went half a season without scoring. That was the season that included the Monaco game. So you could make um, arguments for Aubameyang in both. Um, so, would yeah. Aubame- that, would Aubameyang been attainable at that point? Well, I don't see why not. Yeah. If we if we really pushed the boat well, in, in thirteen In 2013-14? Mm, okay, maybe not thirteen fourteen, but fifteen sixteen definitely. I reckon. Okay, I'm sure we thirteen fourteen. We played against Dortmund in the Champions League, didn't we? Well, yes. Ramsey scored away, so I do think he would have been attainable. He, but he was playing. He was initially playing on the wing that year, and then ended yeah, up yeah, playing yeah. as a striker. So, yeah, because yeah. I swear they still had they still had Lewandowski in thirteen fourteen, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, because yeah, Lewandowski Le- 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 clapped, clapped goals against us, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that, in that, Didn't have Nicholas as well. Mm-hmm. So I think 1314 is typical because I think that's the year we signed Uzo. So the bank was, yeah. I, I think we didn't have any money left in the bank. Um, I think 1516 is critical to me. So Uzo was flying that year, and he was supplying well Jeru and Walcott. So boy, for the time, I think that's the that's the summer we didn't bid enough for Suarez, isn't it? Or they kind of they, they mugged us off because we we've gone over the forty mil, but they didn't allow us to again, enter negotiations with them. So, um, yeah, I think that's the year. Um, Suarez would have we would have won the title with Suarez Uzo in the team definitely. And then um, if we can't get Suarez, just get another striker um, that is not Drew. I think I don't know how many goals Drew scored that year, but I don't think he ever went over sixteen goals for us. So, sign a striker that can. Scored twenty goals, <laughs> and we are good. To be honest, because even obviously, even if you think because because that is interesting, you said both of those because obviously Suarez was the one we wanted. But even if you go back to before that with Higuain, Higuain, Higuain yeah, was, yeah, yeah. he would have scored more goals than Giroud as well. So, so we're, we're talking thirteen, fourteen, yeah, 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 Higuain, yeah, Higuain, attainable though. Yeah, we are, remember we pulled out of that deal because mm. we thought um, because because of Suarez, we thought that we were charging too much, and then we thought oh without money we might as well go and try and get Suarez in it yeah. who's obviously a better player um, mm. but even Higuain would have clapped goals for us 100% mm. yeah fair enough um, yeah uh, Giroud scored 22 all comps that season 16 in the league yeah not not enough not enough um, so and then 15-16 same same issue you say with uh, the, the the attacking issue so another striker in 15-16 yeah, because at that time you had Urzel who was in sick form, Alexis who was sick, um, and you had the Kozola and Kokalan axis that worked well when it played. So I think, yeah, if you had another shooter or just another, even if it wasn't, because we also tried Walcott up top at times that season, it didn't really bang that much. But mm. if you just had another player who could do a madness, because I swear we were, I swear it was around that time we were trying to get Mars as well, wasn't it? So if you just had another. Just wavy player with because obviously you had Alexis and Ozil who were doing stuff, but if you had another top attacker, um, I think I think we would have done a lot. Hundred percent. Yeah, that, that's the year I think where we, I think we just bought Czech in the summer on the free. Yeah, Czech was the only sign. Yeah, we obviously missed the trick not buying an, an, an another attacker to kind of complement the Ozil and Alexis partnership. Um, if there would have been another one, it would have been devastating. It doesn't even matter to Giroud at times. Um, they would have just Giroud got goals. 24 goals that season, <laughs> but again, 16 in the league. So, 
Yeah, I mean, but those, didn't he yeah. go like ten goals, ten goals without Bam. a goal? He went, Uzi, Uzi he went half, creating five. He went the second half. Of the game he went the second half of the season without barely scoring. The second half of the season, he barely scored, barely, barely scored. And he was, and I don't want to pick. Actually, now fuck it, I do want to pick Omni. He was the main reason. <laughs> we didn't, he was the main reason we didn't win the league. He was. He was the main reason we didn't win the league. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. I can't argue with too much of that, to be honest. Um. All right, lads. Let's call it a day there. Um. We'll be back next week with a pretty interesting uh, draft concept. So similar to what we did on the um, the Touchline main pod on Sunday, we'll be doing that um, Arsenal related next week. So that should be interesting. So make sure you tune in for that. Sean and Dan, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, I hope to see you back next week. And guys, be sure to use the hashtag Touchline Freckers. See you later. Thank you very much. Peace. To 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil, Lacazette, Ozil! Yo! can be a real eye-opener, but it's the perfect time to look into Homeowner 101 from The Home Depot. Free live streaming workshops taught by expert associates, now at homedepot.com slash workshops. You'll find indoor and outdoor workshops, even home systems workshops. Plus, you'll get the know-how you need to care for your biggest investment. Master the basics at Homeowner 101, only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Podcast Network.